Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending October 16th, 2020. I'm your host, Laura Bardwick. And today we are being joined by Senior Quantitative Research Analyst, Abe Robeson. Good morning, Abe. How's it going so far today? Good morning, Laura. Uh, great. So, Abe, the three stories that I was hoping we could touch on this week are COVID situations across the pond, U.S. presidential elections, and then finally, uh, key economic data releases from this week. How does that all sound to you? Yeah, that sounds fine. Perfect. So let's go ahead and start off with Europe. Several countries appear to be reversing course and closing down again as concerns about a second wave are on the rise. What is going on exactly? Yeah, so in Europe, uh, we've seen an increase in the rate of new cases of COVID. Uh, this has started a series of lockdowns throughout Europe. In the UK, in London, they're reimposing lockdowns. In Northern Ireland, they're imposing a so-called circuit breaker lockdown, which is where bars and restaurants and schools close uh, or are greatly restricted. Uh, in Madrid, Spain, there's a state of emergency limiting non-essential travel. Uh, even in Germany, that have uh, fared relatively well, uh, are imposing some restrictions on hospitality. Um, France is closing uh, bars and gyms in major cities. Uh, and the list goes on to a greater or lesser degree. So with shutdowns being reimposed, what are the economic implications? So the implications are some fits and starts in Europe. This is something that we uh, thought might happen, uh, and it should most likely uh, happen in a few other nations as we enter the winter months, uh, entering cold and blue season in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, however, relative to March and April, from what we've seen so far, uh, the current wave of lockdowns, while worrying, um, is a much smaller impact than uh, March and April. So it's something to keep an eye on in case we start seeing a change from fits and starts to something more. Okay, so in the meantime, let's go ahead and hop on back to U.S. soil with the upcoming presidential election slated for November 3rd. What are the implications of a potential blue wave or a Republican win? Right. So if we see uh, a Democratic win and we see uh, that we'll probably have a expected calmer foreign policy, um, most likely higher corporate taxes, uh, more regulation on things like tech, which the Democrats have said they would do. Uh, either way, we expect more stimulus for the U.S. Uh, under a Democratic sweep, we would expect a larger stimulus package, uh, possibly even higher than the $2.2 trillion that they, the Democrats have currently proposed. A larger stimulus could lift uh, bond yields and be good for traditional recovery stocks like banks and other financials. Uh, it also means that non-U.S. stocks might fare better since they would benefit from a calmer trade policy and would tend to be more cyclical than the U.S. Uh, if the Republicans win, we'd expect more of the same. Uh, some stimulus, not as much. Republicans have proposed a $1.6 trillion bill rather than a $2.2 trillion from the Democrats. Uh, this would lock in the current tax code as well, uh, which is lower corporate tax rates. So with these varying outcomes, I'll just get right down to it. What should investors do? Uh, it's important that regardless of whoever wins, uh, the client should stay invested throughout the election period. Um, elections can be market events, typically not large ones. So it's important that we stay invested in a diversified multi-asset portfolio during that period. Very important advice. You know, let's go ahead and move on to our third and final topic economic data releases this week. Anything that investors should be paying particular attention to? 
yeah, this week was uh, mostly good news. Uh, we saw some substantial increase in corporate credit for China. Uh, that bodes well for Chinese growth. Uh, in the U.S., the Philly Fed Manufacturing Index was up significantly. Retail sales was pretty strong. And U.S. is a consumption-driven economy, so that's very good. So it means the U.S. recovery is, uh, is still happening. Uh, in general, the global economy has recovered faster than almost anyone had expected, thanks to a lot of fiscal and monetary stimulus. And we think that the recovery remains on track, which should be a good environment for stocks uh, over the medium term. In general, there are some watch points with the recent lockdowns. There are things uh, to think about during the election, uh, but broadly, we're seeing some improving economic data, which is encouraging. Well, that's great to hear, and that's a great note to end on. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. Abe, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you all for joining us as well. We hope that you will join us next time. 